what is it like a day in your life? I have to be able to put myself in your shoes. What do you go mm-hmm. through? You wake up in the morning till you go to sleep at night. What happens between that time and how do you feel? Because I think that there's a difference between just going through the notions on a day-to-day basis and then how you actually feel about what you're doing every day. Hey everyone, welcome to the Power of Why podcast. This is an interview style show that talks to leaders who are purpose-driven. I started to notice a pattern amongst folks who are fulfilled and lived in alignment. They walk different, they know why they spend time doing their work, and they are fueled by impact. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 32 of the Power of Why podcast. My name is Naomi Haile, and today I am joined by actually my former trainer, Mr. David Young. David, how are yeah. you? <laughs> Not too bad, Naomi. Amazing. I'm doing fantastic and certainly looking forward to being able to delve into what it is I've been working on yes. since training you. <laughs> yes, yes. It's been, it's been, what, two months since we uh, finished our training uh, session. Yep. And, you know, you, David has been a personal trainer for the last four years and you've helped countless Canadians in the Ottawa region attain their fitness and health goals. And you actually trained me, as we mentioned, for a few months before you started on this new journey. And what I really love about about you is how you really value opportunities to help people in the realm of health and fitness, which is why you are currently developing a fitness app that will go a long way in helping people in many more ways than you could have while you were training at a gym right so absolutely and i'm really excited to see what you continue to build so thank you for being here david perfect thank you for having me yes to start with your origin story and you know how you grew up and everything that came before this entrepreneurial venture amazing yes so um number one kind of put it on the map there is i've never actually participated largely in physical activity uh, my whole life, right? So before this journey, in terms of training, I've been training for about nine and a half years, and I'm in my 30s. Mm-hmm. So when I was younger, I never actually participated frequently in physical activity. And so when I was 18, I could not even do a push up. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm coming from a standpoint of like, starting from ground zero, and not mm-hmm. having any sort of knowledge with uh, or, or requirements necessary to understand how to do movement. And so um, Coming from that standpoint, uh, I think my drive was, you know what, I think I got to do something about this. I want to increase my confidence. Um, and then I went from not being able to do a push up at 18 to being able to do a ton of physical activities. I engaged in martial arts um, for two years. Um, and then I started resistance training, which also allowed me to feel um, more confident in myself and being able to um, engage in activities that I otherwise would not have been able to uh, prior. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think from that standpoint, um, coming from like a background that non-athletic, I think the basis of what I'm trying to do with my app uh, kind of correlates to that person that, um, or is directed to the people that generally don't have any sort of sense of like, what do I do and where do I begin if I haven't been doing this my whole life and I don't have prerequisites, movement patterns, to understand how to get to where it is that I want to go. Mm-hmm. And so the draw for you initially, when it came to bettering your health was the confidence piece. That's, That's interesting. right. That's interesting. Because even when, you know, we started first training, you asked me what my, my goals were, or 
like what was my vision for even getting started with a personal trainer and i don't know if you remember but my first response was like i want to feel better and and i think that is definitely like an interesting drive and reason for you know taking your fitness and your health into your own hands is that it really does elevate all aspects of your life and that's right and so that's generally what i in terms of focusing on exercising and being well um, in all four aspects, nutrition, exercise, sleep, and your spirit. Mm-hmm. I think that it's very important that it transverses into your personal life, right? And so, yes, if, you know, most people, when they come in, they see me, they want the aesthetical value of training, mm-hmm. um, and which I do believe is important. But at the same time, I think there's a health component. If you don't have a healthy body, then it becomes very hard to be able to say that, okay, well, I want, you know, bigger biceps, or I want to lose right. a million pounds, right? And so having the ability to make things easier on the outside of training um, is certainly going to make things much easier for you from a long-term perspective to being able to not only exercise regularly, but make sure that you can stay there for good, right? right. And I always, that advice that I give, and it's a little joke that I do when I, when I do my little seminars, um, I, I usually say, if, look, if, if you're strictly trying to get aesthetical results like you're trying to get super beefed up like these bodybuilders listen instead of paying me you can always go to russia it's completely legal over there steroids <laughs> or do plastic surgery now if you want to take an approach to health and right. wellness right this is where it starts right of course the aesthetics come with the attributes of being able to do more mm-hmm. and i think that's where we kind of miss the mark a lot because we're trying to attain uh these large goals uh, that are more aesthetical versus Let's take a health holistic approach to this to where it is that a healthy individual, a healthy individual is not a hundred pounds overweight, mm. right? And so taking from that approach, I think is super important. And, and, and once again, like I said, it's super important that people are able to just play with their kids, walk outside and be able to do physical activities that are otherwise engaging and fun to do. Um, and being able to just, you know, be functional and be able to understand their body's function and structure uh, effectively so they can have uh, a better quality of life. Right. And yes, yeah, so when we first started training, for example, why do you, have you always taken a very holistic view in terms of health and wellness? Or is this something that kind of came with time? You know, when you started training at 18, and before that had an engaged in physical exercise, for example, was it kind did you kind of accidentally stumble into thinking about the confidence piece because i think at the beginning that may i don't know i just want to understand how you've evolved like how your philosophy around health and wellness has evolved yes an amazing question so um actually that came about once i started training clients okay because it's very it's it's one thing to train yourself um depending on your circumstances so we're talking genetically so that's internal but also externally like what are your circumstances right and so I tried to figure out, number one, uh, once I started training clients, why is this so much easier for me than it is for someone else? Um, and, and, and we're talking about something as simple as just being able to work out three days a week, right? And once I started to see that there were limiting circumstances outside of the gym that were just preventing that, I started to delve into more of like a conversational type with each client and figuring out like what's going on here? Like, why is it tough to kind of just tackle these things? And then I started on hear a ton of stuff. So a lot of the times I would hear like, okay, well, I don't have a ton of time to train. And so that kind of makes, puts me in a position where I feel defeated because it's like, I have this goal that I want to attain and I don't have a ton of time. 
And another objection would be things like, okay, well, you know, I have no knowledge whatsoever in, 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 in food or nutrition. So I have no idea how to cook my meals or I just, I, I hate cooking, right? And it becomes super, you know, we're delving into the nutritional and, and, and the time concept of it. But if you can't tackle those things, something as small as that, it becomes increasingly difficult to just be like, okay, I'm going to go do a workout. Right. right. And I'm going to do an effective workout because for the most part, like I said previously, it's, it's most people want the aesthetical value. And so if you sure. want that aesthetical value, everyone knows that you've got to encompass all these areas in order to be able to achieve them. And so once I started talking to other people and I realized that my circumstances outside of the gym just allowed me to be able to make this a part of my mm. life easier. Yeah. That's when I started to decide I had to make a decision. I'm like, okay, well, I think this is more about what's happening outside than it really is about what's happening with your own workouts. Interesting. Ah, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah. So it's so, like kind of like this um, lifestyle approach to really assessing what the other factors are in your life. Because yes, I think I said the whole time, even my excuse, and I'm going to ask you, is this an excuse that people are giving? Um, around I don't have time or I don't know how to cook like all of these things are decisions that you can make to I can watch it a YouTube is. video about how to cook right or yes I can really carve out time in my schedule to ensure that I'm there at the gym so I do believe applied knowledge is uh, one of the fundamental factors of being able to do something so if you have the knowledge and it's like okay let's apply it but I think that it's a little bit more than that um, it really comes down to the specific individual right? You might have the knowledge, but then it's like, okay, like, how do I actually incorporate this into my life with all this stuff going on? Right? And how do I, okay, I know how to cook, let's say, but then it's like, what are the steps that I got to take to get there? Right? So an example would be like, if you have, like, you know, you live in a place with roommates, and the dishes are not always done. Mm -hmm. It's like, how do I actually go into the kitchen and now cook these meals? consistently so we're not talking about doing something you know Once. one week here or one week, right. one week here we're, we're talking doing this consistently over the, the, the remainder of your life right so how do I consistently get to this goal when I have this obstacle and that really depends on the specific individual and I think that's the missing link it's not so much the knowledge because the knowledge is out there we have access to the internet which gives us access to a tremendous amount of knowledge but it's the it's it's as I said before it's the application of knowledge but then also how do I tie this in with everything that I need to do in order to get to that goal that I'm trying to achieve. And so, you know, if people are coming to you and they are with these types of questions, um, what is usually your approach to understanding this and helping so them tackle that? So I got to give this credit to uh, my, my manager that I worked with. Um, yeah. He created something called a day in the life. Um, and so what I would do is I would sit down and try to figure out what is it like a day in your life. I have to be able to put myself in your shoes. What do you go mm -hmm. through? You wake up in the morning till you go to sleep at night. What happens between that time and how do you feel? Because I think that there's a difference between just going through the notions on a day-to-day -day basis and then how you actually feel about what you're doing every day. Right. Right. If that kind of comes into this perspective. So it's it's really about when I sit down with this individual and I figure out what is it like to live in this person's life. And then if I was this person, how would I incorporate these other factors that will allow them to be successful, right? So then I can apply that knowledge, but then also figure out like, okay, we have time here, or we can try to figure out, you know, overcoming this by doing this. And so my whole approach is eliminating the excuse 
Mm. And I think that's kind of like what I'm trying to get at with the applied knowledge aspect of it. It's eliminating the excuse. Like I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have, you know, um, you know, the, 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 the ability to cook or whatever it is. It's really eliminating that excuse. And then once you have that excuse, it comes down to you about how important this is to you. Right. And if that level of importance is super high, then I believe that people will be able to engage in it. So it's, yes, I sit down with that person. I figure out where is the limiting factor? How do I apply the knowledge? And then more importantly, how do I identify in their position on how they feel where we can fit this in and where they can comfortably do that uh, throughout a long period of time? Mm, I have two comments about this. This is powerful. So one is really cutting down like their schedule and their lifestyle to the bare bones, right? That's right. So like Absolutely. from the time that you open your eyes in the morning and I don't know if you're hitting snooze um, to yes. the time that you, you go to sleep and it's, you know, whether, you know, one thing that really helped me when I was getting back into the gym earlier this year was this whole, you know, time blocking. And like, if I, you know, ultimately these are decisions, right? And if I make a decision that I'm going to go into the gym on like Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, and I've already in advance put those priorities into my schedule and everything else will work around that. Do you know what I mean? That's right. And, and so, and the second point that I wanted to, to outline was around, you know, why is this goal important to you? And if this is a decision that you're going to make, maybe looking, working backwards, like if you want to lead a very healthy lifestyle where you do feel good going to work and you do feel good at the gym and with your family, you know, what are the things that I need to be doing today to make that a reality as well? That's right. And, and, and I think that's a ton confusing when it comes to that knowledge that we get on the internet. It's yeah. like, okay, let's do this workout um, and we're going to do it at this specific time. And this is where you should, and it's like, okay, well, I understand that I should be doing these things, but it's, it's like, how do I actually incorporate this in my circumstances? Mm -hmm. Right now I'm going through a court trial for, you know, whatever divorce or whatever the case is, or I have something in my life that's actually just preventing me from being able to move forward, whether mm -hmm. that there's a psychological component or a physical component, right? So it's really for that individual to be able to make sure that they know that they acknowledge that. And then through my services, figuring out like, how can I help this person overcome that? that limiting circumstance because that's the one thing that's going to stop them from getting to where they want to be and, and just to kind of point of reference a lot of times we have these tremendous goals right and I always tell all my clients it's just an accomplishment to just do one thing out of those four every day mm -hmm. right so even if you couldn't make it in the gym but you were able to um, get a very good meal in with, with you know within the three macros and you, you feel good about that you go to bed and you say look like I actually accomplished this. That's a huge accomplishment. Look at that and then look at what it is that you could have improved on and look at doing an improvement that next day. Mm. Right. And so yeah. that's how you end up tying all these, uh, these aspects together. And it, it allows people to be able to actually feel motivated to do something. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what do your, uh, cause you left the gym, uh, what a month ago, two months ago. And yeah, now about, a month, you... about a month ago. Yeah. And I'm curious what your days look like now, you know, as someone who recently left the world of personal tra uh, training and now you're building your own business. Can you walk oh, us through uh, what that transition looked like? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a little bit different. I mean, I went from um, strictly focusing on training clients uh, long term. Um, and, and that's what kind of like the base of my 
my business was. Um, and then now it's like going from doing that to I'm training clients, I'm developing this app, I'm doing seminars. Um, I'm also conducting programs for people to be able to know how to train uh, on their own and things like that. So a day to day for me is kind of encompassing a ton of different things. Mm -hmm. And so like, definitely yeah it's 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 been a, a tremendous change from 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 moving from a commercial gym to just doing one thing to doing like 12 right, <laughs> right? So, right yeah and your you know the vision behind it like what are you striving really striving to achieve through through the healthness app so the number one thing is right now only 17 percent of canadians so there's about 36 37 million uh, people in canada um only 17 percent of that work out 50 percent 59 percent of that um, 17% is in BC. Mm-hmm. And so my whole standpoint is that I believe that there are limiting circumstances. Now, am I going to be able to increase that by 50%? That's not what I'm saying. Um, but if I can increase that by 5%, just from being able to allow people to know that they can do this and they can get started on the right foot to being able to get to where they want to go and that it's not impossible, to, no, regardless of what their circumstances are, um, that is going to be the long-term effect of what I'm trying to do through my app. Um, and, and, and allow people to be able to have access to the knowledge and, and eliminate any excuse that they do have uh, to not get to where it is that they want to go. That's super and, and tremendously important to them. Mm-hmm. So this is not going to be for the person that strictly wants, like I said at the beginning, uh, the, these big biceps or anything like that. Like, of course, if you do have a very strong fundamental basis, it's going to be easier to get there. But this is not for that individual. And it's not for the individual that simply sees exercise as not important it's got to be something that comes from within and it's like i really want to do this but i just can't because okay yeah because the everything else is a byproduct right so when you are striving to incorporate more of these healthy practices and i want it i want you to talk about the diff- the four different areas that you believe must be addressed to achieve lifelong success yeah absolutely i i see that there i mean i i remember i was looking at a table one time and i'm like man, it's so impressive how it is that there's like a flat surface just balancing on stability <laughs> on four legs. Yeah. And so like, I, it, it was just, it's, it's quite funny and ironic because in order to be able to have very good applied biomechanics or to apply those biomechanics well, you got to be able to have uh, the ability to, to, to have stability, right? And so mm-hmm. um, nutrition is second to none. Um, I think everyone kind of has a sense that when it comes to any sort of aesthetical goal or just having high performance, like it's super relative to the exercises or in relation to the exercises that you're going to be doing um, so that you can be able to see changes uh, uh, through your workouts. And so it was like, I have to delve into this. And so my approach to the app is not just me. Um, I am going to have um, uh, other workers that are specialized in the field that people will have access through in the app. So right now we're talking about nutrition. And so I'm, I have a nutritionist that will be on, on board um, that will help people uh, understand their specific needs and what they need in order to attain their goal. But then more importantly, like how do we incorporate this in a family setting? So once again, overcoming that circumstance, right? So yes. the nutritional aspect and component of it is super important. If you can't get this down, I'm not saying that it's virtually impossible to get a good workout in. I'm saying that, you know, for the most part, people do want to, you know, feel good, look good. And it, it would be super important to have um, uh, the ability to overcome circumstances in your nutrition and allow you to be able to get the foods you need in order to, to, to look great and feel good. And then the exercise component of it is, I mean, simply put, you have to move. Our body wants to move. 
that's it, it, it. We have to be able to incorporate this into our lifestyle. And I'm not saying that, you know, you got to train for two hours a day or anything crazy like that, but you, you got to be able to apply the basic fundamentals of structure and function in your day-to-day -day life. And so regardless of if you're going to be moving or not, I mean, it's super prevalent that um, people later down the line in their 40s and 50s uh, start having knee, uh, knee problems, uh, lower mm -hmm. back problems, shoulder problems. And so, and it usually it's from reoccurring, like it's not, it's not a serious injury. And so it's all stuff that can be prevented, which is why I always say that I have clients versus having patients. I don't have patients because patients are not, there are people that have already hurt themselves and then they're looking for rehabilitation, whereas clients yeah. is preventative measures, right? Yeah. And so, and so the thing is, is exercise is so important. And I, I believe that exercising in the right way, we have to understand that, which is why it is that in my app, you have to meet with a trainer. That automatic visual feedback is so important. Um, you need to be able to understand your body structure and how it functions through these different planes. And so just, we don't realize that like gravity is pulling us into the ground, right? Every single day and how we move, how we sit down and stand up, how we moved throughout the day determines where are we applying this load and are we getting quality from the movements that we're just doing outside of the gym and not working out? And are we putting ourselves in a less compromised position to injure ourselves? So the exercise component was second and none when it came to developing my app. Um, and then the, the sleep side of it, um, absolutely important. Um, if, if you want to be able to have mental awareness, um, feel less stressed out, decrease cortisol. Um, a lot of the times, anytime I train the client, this was like the staple of the problem, <laughs> right? Like I'm getting no sleep. Mm. Um, and so like, once again, like having professionals that are in the sleep industry and understand how to be able to make sure that we can allow people to get better quality sleep. So I'm not saying that you got to sleep eight, 10 hours a night. I am saying that the quality of sleep should increase so people can feel better. If, you, if you're not sleeping well, the reality is, is that you're not going to feel a ton motivated to, to, to go and do any sort of physical activity, right? And then you won't have the mental clarity to just get through your day. So it's, it's super important that people get this and to tie all those, those four in. So especially the three that I just spoke about um, to make sure that you're getting the most out of your workout and, and getting the most out of the results that you want right? Um, and recovery, I think, is like second to none. Like, yes, eating is, 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 is important as well as exercising, but definitely getting good quality sleep and getting that recovery component is super important for any individual that just wants to live a healthy lifestyle. And so definitely looking at helping people through that, uh, super important. And then the last component which of my app. my favorite. <laughs> yeah, spirit. And, and which is quite funny because that, I would say that this is the most important one. If you cannot allow yourself to be happy mm. and, and being happy as I understand is, is relative, but if you can't get into a position where you have mental clarity and you feel generally happy in this, even with the circumstances that you're in, everything that I just talked about in my app becomes completely redundant. Um, and, and it's like, like I said, once again, like people have a hard time sleeping. And I would say a lot of that is attributed to stress, right? Financial stress, you know, you have like daily tasks that you have to deal with. Um, and, and, you know, depending on the circumstance. And so our body doesn't know or register the difference between a tiger going to eat us and, and us about to get into that accident on the highway. Right. right. And so this is, I find, and, and which is why it is that once again, I'm working with mediators 
um, which will allow people the um, the opportunity to be able to communicate with people in their household about how important their goals are and maybe just yeah. have a little bit of that communicational knowledge to be able to talk to the other person or the other people and be like, this is important to me. And if we can support each other on, you know, where it is I'd like to go. And it can be something as small as, as I mentioned earlier, just having the dishes washed. Right. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be something tremendous, but if you have that basal support, it makes a whole world of difference. Um, especially with, with who you live with. And then the other component of that is psychological stress, mm-hmm. right? Which, which I will be working with psychologists as well. Um, because if you if you have like post traumatic stress or you have things that you're dealing with in your lifestyle, yes, exercise can help, but you won't be able to, uh, you know, get that momentum started, that psychological momentum started if you feel like you have a ton of stuff going on in your life that you had not the opportunity to express, right? And and as trainers, we find ourselves in a position where um, we almost become like therapists, mm-hmm. and right, we, we we're not qualified therapists and. And so, it, but it's super important because you, you want to have a sense of um, uh, being able to get your client to where it is they want to go. And if they're super stressed out, it's like, okay, you're super stressed. So these, that stress is, is kind of deviating you from being able to eat well, sleep well. Um, and so now we got to, you know, kind of regress our workout a little bit to make sure that you can get where it is that you want to go. Right. And so it's 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 i like i said stress is super important that mental state second to none and so elevating your spirit is going to be a crucial component of my app yeah and i think even with the last one you know when i hear spirit the first thing that came to mind was your energy and like yes. what, what energy are you bringing to work what energy are you bringing to the gym for example and you know sometimes when you do have like when your mind is cluttered or you feel like you are, you know, going through something in your life. You can't fully be present in, into the gym. And so, like, for example, even with doing simple physical exercises, like your mind needs to be focused on the muscles that you're using. And if yes. you're thinking about something else or if you're, you know, if your mind is elsewhere, you're not getting a proper workout. You're not getting a proper, you know, physical workout. And so, well, I and so, I mean, and so yeah. yeah, please continue. Yeah, no, I, and so, and, and just to kind of point to reference, like, like even just breathing, right? Yeah. Because like, I, like a lot of people kind of miss the mark when it comes to breathing, like how to breathe and, and increase diaphragmic breathing, right? It's, it's like, if you, if you're like a upper torso breather, like you elevate your shoulders when you breathe and things like that, like that kind of expresses to me where your, where your stress levels are at, hmm. right? And so like, how we so? kind of delve. Well, if we kind of delve, I'm going to try my best not to delve into it. I start to lose people with the whole autonomic nervous system. But you, you have like, you know, um, if we delve a little bit into that segment, it's like you got your sympathetic nervous system and your parasympathetic. And so your sympathetic is is putting you in a position where like you're completely elevated all the time. And like I said, if you're generally in your life like super stressed out and that's going to limit your ability to actually feel that as you were saying just be able to walk into a room and feel high energy and feel good right Mm -hmm. and sometimes that's just from increasing the effectiveness um of that nervous system right and kind of delving in and some people are completely the opposite they're like parasympathetic and so they're not jazzed up enough and so being able to control your breathing and know how to do that well is actually going to be able to put you in a position where um you'd, you'd be able to decrease your stress levels effectively 
Like right. most people, like I said, are not breathing within their diaphragm and they don't know how to do that. And if you have no idea how to do that, it, it, it becomes increasingly difficult to work out. But then also like your endurance levels will decrease significantly as well. So once it is that you are able to walk into a room and feel energetic and you're happy, you're going to be able to focus on the things that you need to on your day to day tasks and which will allow you to feel a lot less stressed out in your day to day life. But then more importantly, like any other task you're doing, whether it's, you know, uh, with relationships or whether it's with wealth as well, and you're trying to promote something, you're going to be a lot more focused and a lot more dedicated and you'll be happier doing the things that you're doing to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And if I'm hearing all of this correctly, you know, I'm getting a strong feeling around why it's so important to have holistic and all encompassing approaches to our activities, our goals, yes. our ambitions, because this, like these four things, that's a lot. That's so much. And for us to expect to receive that from one person is, um, for example, from a personal trainer is almost unbelievable, right? So the fact that you, you know, while you were explaining these four aspects, you said, you know, I have a mediator who's going to like, I have mediators who are going to help psychologists, sleep specialists, nutritionists, like this is not a one person show, right? That's right. And if you want to see, you know, these impacts in your life, I think having experts in all these different areas just shows like how complex our bodies and our minds and our spirits really are. And so thank you. Well, that's it. Well, absolutely. Well, that's it. It's just like, and and, and from a financial perspective, not everyone has like, you know, anywhere between eight to uh, 12 grand to spend on a trainer and then another, um, $120 an hour for a therapist and then another like four grand for, um, you know, a mediator or something like that. Like, then you encompass it all together and it's like, okay, now in order for me to be happy to yeah. be where I want to be, now it's like the bar so set financially. And then that's another level of stress. And so my mm-hmm. whole approach, uh, starting was, was definitely like the financial situation and allowing everyone access. Right. Being able to get this knowledge and be able to have it specifically dedicated to them. And so, yes, absolutely. All of these aspects as, as a trainer, it's really difficult to be able to tie in all these uh, um, uh, approaches to training or, you know, just approaches to being able to live happily in one setting because we are not skilled in being able to tie. It's beyond our scope of practice to start mm-hmm. looking at, you know, specific nutritional uh, suggestions and being able to look at like where how do we manage your stress specifically for you and things like that right and so yes definitely super important and giving everyone access to that from the person that is the single mom you know with with the two kids working a nine-to-five job to the person that's like super busy entrepreneur uh, you know traveling all the time to the person that just a regular guy working in a you know a, a, a a grocery store or something like that. I think everyone should have access to it and have the opportunity to be able to get to where it is that they want, whether it be um, within their goals, fitness goals, as well as their wealth goals, where they mm-hmm. want to go with their life and whether it's with their relationship goals as well. Right. And if you can tackle fitness, it becomes super important, super easy to be able to get to other things that you want because it's, it's always that sacrifice and that level of consistency and commitment yeah. uh, that's going to get you what you want. In all aspects, right? Yeah. That's right. The consistency piece, I think, is, is tough because you can do it once or twice a week, for example. But then I think as like a student, and this is something that I've been hearing from my peers as well, but like as soon as you miss one session, it's so hard to get yourself back to that place. Yes. So this practice of discipline and, and just 
like doing small things every day that that builds up not only your confidence but also your your you know functionality and like it gets easier it does get easier so that's right and so and 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 i love the fact that you said discipline because right now we're in a time where it's very very tough to get that discipline in like if, if both yeah. parents are working um and then you got a kid that that's at home um a lot of the time this kid probably won't will have like their schedule kind of all over the place a little bit they won't have like a dinner time and a bedtime and things like that right and so it becomes increasingly difficult when you when you get older and you're like okay well now i have to have a stable structure and then i'm coming to this individual like okay you got to eat this and you got to train this way and you got to and so to keep that consistency going uh, through motivation um, and making sure that all of these approaches that we just spoke about is, is kind of fine-tuned to that individual is super, super important and prevalent in the time that we live in now. Mm -hmm. David, what does living life on purpose mean, mean for you? Uh, living life on purpose. So yeah. absolutely, you, I mean, when it comes to living life on purpose, like what is your purpose? What makes you happy? Like figure out like what makes you happy on a, you know, if you have a goal and that's super important to you, it can be in any aspect of life, but it makes you happy to do the things necessary to get to that goal on a daily basis, then you are in a very good position. Um, and that I think is what elicits happiness, right? So yeah. for figuring out your purpose is figuring out what you love to do on a daily basis that is consistent with the ability to get to that goal, but then also being able to just enjoy the journey it takes to get there. Mm -hmm. And I definitely appreciate how purpose-driven the work that you're doing right now is. I mean, like there even the reasons why, you know, when we were training together that you got into personal training was to help people. Yeah, it's so important to to give. And, that, and that's the number one thing that I, I, I want to take away is that my whole standpoint is to give everyone the opportunity and I, I want to be able to give more than what I can get. And if I can help one person, it's going to be all worth it. Right. And so that's the whole thing about this thing and, and giving just feels so good to be able to do mm -hmm. and puts me in a position of being happy. And that is my purpose. I feel like once I found the ability to want to give, that's where it is that I really found my, my true happiness. Right. And giving and, that, what it is that I have to offer is from a health perspective. Yeah. And I guess that's how you would answer, you know, your why. What's your why when things are literally not going your way and you're tired and you're on the brink of giving up? You know, right. What is the reason that you keep going? Yep, absolutely. And I, I know that there's a lot of people looking up to me um, and, and I have a responsibility to especially if I have this knowledge and I have this opportunity to be able to do this, it is my responsibility to make sure that I release this and allow people to be able to get where it is they want to go with their life. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. And thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Um, Cause yeah. I know David is on a, he's on a mission and he's not going to stop until he helps. Absolutely um, not. <laughs> yeah, until absolutely he helps not. people reach their goals, right. And feel more fulfilled and happy with their lives right. and what they're doing. So. If you guys want to be able to reach me, you can email me your top fitness goals uh, at healthness469 at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to just give advice. And if need be, kind of give you a, a rundown of some of the services that I'm offering, offering right now to be able to help a ton of people, even without the app being releasing. Being yes. Yet. Yes. And I'll have all of David's information in the show notes. So you can definitely reach out to him by email. His phone number will be there and his Instagram as well. And yeah, that's it for today. Thank you everyone Amazing. for listening. 
Thank you so <laughs> Thank much you. for having me, Naomi. No problem.